Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, man. Not one this whole entire year without my dog, my partner, my man's, my brother. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What do, Reggie? We're around in the corner. I like to do a little quote of a, a great presidential speeches that was uh, Donald Trump saying that we're around in the corner on this. <laughs> this, this crisis don't feel like it with another spike coming. Not at all, man. But how you doing, brother? Everything good with you? Everything is good, man. You know how it is. Life is good. Day 239 and 10 hours in the clink, still writing them Roman numerals on the on the uh them damn tally marks on the wall. Are you treating it, it the same man. way like when the when the pandemic first started? Are you quarantining that's hard? Because I mean, at first it was like lockdown, lockdown, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> leaving the house for toilet paper. You, it's not obviously it's not that extreme anymore, right? No, nah, it's not extreme, but I'm still pretty careful because people still getting sick, man. Mm-hmm. I don't, if I get sick, I don't know how it's going to hit me. Like, there's such varying levels of it. Like, that dude from Broadway, I can't remember his name right Cordero. now. Cordero. Uh, he was 40. Yeah. Yeah, dude, 40, 40 damn years old. And his his ride was horrific. Like, his just that journey or that path to, you know... How how it went for him was crazy. So the young dude, you look at him, he ain't fat or nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's um it's Yeah, so shit. basically I try to stay healthy with that shit. I you know, I I'll go out to eat every now and then, but I don't do it without being extra nervous. Yeah. Nah, it's um it's like, yeah, like you said, you, you, you still gotta have that same cautious, especially now, because right, shit's spiking up. It's uh flu season is hitting. So, you know what I'm saying? You got the double headed monster with the with the uh COVID and the flu So it's like you, Yeah I'm not Everyone's sniffly now <laughs> You know what I'm saying Everybody's all like um, Wiping their nose You know what I'm saying it's like, uh, You gotta be extra careful I'm spraying everything down Trying to clean everything I got You know what I'm saying At work You know what I'm saying Sometimes everybody Will share markers Or share pens Or share You know what I'm saying I'm like mm-mm <laughs> And then no office yeah. supply You know what I'm saying I'm spraying shit down Before I use it Cause other people you know what I'm saying? Might use your computer, hop on the computer that you use most, you know what I'm saying? So it's stuff like that that you just gotta reduce what you can when you when you can. Yeah, man. I, I be trying to get like every single interaction with people. I'm trying to shorten it because like the other way I, day I went to the bank to get a notary, to get a piece of paper notarized. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta go to the to the guy, the you know, not the teller, but like the people at the desk. Okay. And okay. they all trying to sell you some shit. So he's just there talking. He's like, hey, what do you do? Oh, you got to change your address. Oh, what, where have you been putting your money in? I'm like, nigga, notarize it. I ain't stupid. You just stamp it and then you sign something and you give me the paper back. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, yo, I should have paid $10 for this shit. I should have went to the damn so the H&R Block got me a $10 notary because I ain't want to do all that talking. He over there shuffling papers. <laughs> like he, yeah, like he looking through all my shit. <laughs> See him scrolling, you know, a little wheel on the mouse yeah. that be going up and down. Like, nah, nigga, you don't, you do not. This is a notary, bro. I've seen this happen too many times for me to believe that you got to scroll down at least three pages just to get to. Nah, he trying to see all my shit, trying to sell me on some stupid IRA. Nah, bro, I'm gonna stay ignorant. I'm gonna put my money underneath the mattress like every other smart person. Just notarize my joint. I want to go. Fuck that diversification shit. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that, man. You trying to put my shit in the stock market? Man, trying to make me a Freemason, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, 
It's funny though you you say that you like showing interactions because sometimes there'll be somebody that like you remember in 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 the old times <laughs> you know what I mean you might stop and shoot the shit with this person that's you know, they ain't really friends or nothing like that but maybe a coworker that you crack jokes with and then you know what I'm saying so like you'll see them nowadays in in, in present day and be like oh uh. They go, what's his name? Oh, shit, I just missed the opportunity or whatever. Or I just missed the chance to, you know what I mean, catch up uh, catch up with him, see how he's doing, blah, blah, blah. And then in my mind, I just felt like, well, probably did yourself a favor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, keep, keep your distance, brother. <laughs> I'll talk to this nigga in 2021. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had in-laws come over a couple times, and you know, I saw everybody hugging. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> Not me, because you just never know. I'm going to be out there, man. It, it, my inner sociologist sees it, bro. It's like COVID, the way COVID works is like you'll justify it in your mind to um, make it work for you. So it's like, oh, I'll social distance, social distance until it's my kid's birthday. Then we'll have everybody come over. Be like, because they family. <laughs> How could they have They can't make me sick. That's family. And it's like, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, it's not logical. Yeah. And, but smart people are doing it, right? And And you've seen it this week. You seen it? I seen it the other day. I don't know, like uh, watching the Dodgers um, when the the first World Series they won in about thirty years. Shout out to the Dodgers. Um, they're the L.A. Dodgers, but they came from Brooklyn, so I, I, I take I stand up for that. <laughs> I salute that as you know, what I'm saying as a Brooklynite. And um, Justin Turner was taken out of the game. It was the sixth game in the World Series, and he was taken out, and nobody knew why. And what happened was his COVID test was inconclusive at the beginning of the game, so they retested him. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how long it takes to get results on a COVID test, but apparently by the eighth inning they knew he he tested positive, so they removed him from the dugout area after he already played eight innings. Um, what was it? that's crazy? <laughs> what was he? Was he? Uh, is he? Was he doing good? Oh, uh, well, just yeah. Well, not that I don't. You know, you're saying is that the reason they kept him in? Because he was doing good? Uh-huh. Well, I'm just curious. Was he doing good then he got had to get pulled or something? He's a major part of the team. So he's been there for years. Okay. He's uh, a leader. Um, it wasn't a situation where he's like, oh, LeBron. That's He's he's the LeBron of the team. Because obviously it's baseball. It's, you know, it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it wasn't a situation where, I, I, if, it's like he's like, oh, he's on fire. Let's not stop his streak. It wasn't anything like that. Got but it. he's more so of a leader. He's a vocal leader. He 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 has performed and rallied the team on with his uh, efforts and abilities as well. So it's they. If anything, they wanted him there because of who he was as a leader, as a captain on the team, or whatever his position is on the team. I should say. Um, but but they were like, all right, you know, bro, you positive, you got to bounce. <laughs> you, got, you got to roll, yeah. bro, you know what I'm saying? So they put him in some type of isolation area uh, where they probably should have made him leave. <laughs> they put him in an isolation area. And when the Dodgers won the World Series, your man came back out onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious. With, with no remorse, with no... Regard for the women, children, those pregnant women on the field. It was like I've mad people, little kids, babies on the field. My man threw his mask on, touched the trophy and everything. <laughs> um, he photographed holding the trophy, then takes his mask off for a team photo. <laughs> Sits down right in the middle. <laughs> Yo, it's 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 bizarre, bro. Like for lack of a better term, I'm because I'm just sitting here like how. Why would you think that would be cool? You know what I mean? Like, what do you? What? <laughs> he wasn't thinking. And then, uh, by the way, man, as you was talking, I was just the the the, the sales pitch for wearing masks is, hey, uh, this ain't to protect you. And then people are like, nah, I'm gonna stop listening right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it ain't protecting me, I don't need to wear it. But it's to protect other people. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
I think that's what it was because he's like, I got it already, so I'm I don't need to protect myself no more. Because mm-hmm. I feel as if that was his logic, and there was a certain finality to the moment. Like they won, there's no more season, so it's kind of like at MLB players don't need, his teammates don't need to be clean no more. <laughs> he's like, you know, we, I, I think, we can quarantine. I think now. Sometimes they have logic. Yeah, like yeah. That. We, we're going back home. You can quarantine now. Like you know what I'm saying. But it's crazy because it, it's he's in a funny situation. Like you said, the season's over. So even though. You're under, like, let's say you were part of the NFL. Even in the offseason, you get in trouble. You're still under the NFL just because it's the offseason don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, but in your mind, it's like school's out for summer. You know what I'm saying? So, he's like, what are they going to tell me? What are they going to suspend me? (laughs) Suspend me for a game? And then number two, he's a free agent. So, what, what, what occurred were people from... MLB couldn't tell him nothing and the people from the Dodgers also couldn't tell him nothing because they're not really his boss anymore for the time. I mean, they might resign him, but he's also a free agent. You know what I'm saying? He's able to go right. play the free market. So what happened, well, he was approached, um, you know what I'm saying? But people noticed him back on the field. Well, I'll read the, ML, the MLB statement. Um, Turner was placed in isolation for the safety of those around him. However, following the Dodgers' victory, it is clear that cho- that Turner chose to disregard the agreed-upon joint protocols and the instructions he was given regarding the safety and protection of others. While a desire to celebrate is understandable, Turner's decision to leave isolation and enter the field was wrong and put everyone he came in contact with at risk. When MLB security raised the matter of being on field with Turner, he emphatically refused to comply. End of quote. <laughs> My man said, fuck that. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <clears throat> That's why the NBA bubbles, the NBA, NBA bubbles, the envy of all the sports leagues, because they never had to deal with any of that stuff. Yes. <laughs> man, that's, and the other thing is, how did he, we, we, they were in a bubble, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Like the World Series was done in a private, mm-hmm. they all stayed at one place. Hey, yo, we're, 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 what did you do to go? Did you go off site? How did this even, like, what is going on right now? But that's, I think that just shows you where people are at. You know what I'm saying? With the, like you said, the the regard for other human beings or just the um pandemic, what they call it? Pandemic fatigue or whatever the case may be, quarantine fatigue. Like, people are just tired of it. Right. Like, it, it, it's like, oh, I thought this would be over by now. Da, da, da. When it's a blessing that you even got, he's, you got to put the ring anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying but like I said earlier when it comes to your kid's birthday party or it comes to uh, something personal to you your, your mom's birthday you know what I'm saying or you know what I'm saying it might be at your mom's 90th birthday you're like alright cool let's invite everyone over da 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 but it's like no that's what they're telling you not to do <laughs> like I see something the other day where they were right. like P- people should probably stay home for Thanksgiving and you know what I'm saying because all them people indoors in one spot might not be a good look yeah Thanksgiving I ain't you know in the, if I don't go nowhere, I'll be looking forward to it. Just chill in the crib, mm-hmm. and just watch football, and eat takeout turkey, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, if, I, if somehow we end up going somewhere, I'm not thrilled. Thrilled going somewhere crowded. Let me say more than let's say five people. Let's say more than four people in an apartment, and more than six people in a house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. Nah, it's Some dirty ass air, bro. <laughs> but even and even if it's not, you're thinking like that, so you can't fully immerse yourself in the experience because you're like, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's um, it's, it's crazy time. Like my daughter has um picture day today. I'm like, how's that supposed to work? <laughs> They're like, oh, you make a time frame and then you come through. First of all, they told us the week of, so I'm like, all right, this you already <laughs> started off the, the on a on a bad note. 
Cause you know what I'm saying Like if people want to get fleas sometimes with the, You know what I mean So like it's like You're already throwing people off If they want to get their kids hair done They got to make appointments And everything But they told us the week of Which is cool Cause they, this is their first time Dealing with corona anyway So I'll, I'll cut them some slack Um you got to make an appointment, get a time slot, come through to school, do that. And I'm like, how they fit in this many people in the time slots? It don't start till noon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, that, I was like, nah, you're going to go up in there. It's going to be like 20 different families all waiting on. I'm like, nah, I'll, I will go to a private photographer yep. <laughs> and I will get <laughs> I will get her 2020. I'm good. Do that shit like the NBA bubble, the, the, the feature they have when everybody's sitting in the stands. Do that, man. Have everybody just phone in and you just take the picture that Give way. them all the individual squares. Be like, yep, that was the Zoom year. <laughs> <That's it. Yeah. laughs> you remember that? Like, yo, it's nuts. Yeah, like, man. The, the other day, the other day, I was getting glasses. Uh-huh. Uh, I was at Lens Crafters. And I'm waiting for for the person to come help me to get. I got my prescription. I just needed to, you know, somebody hook me up some frames or whatever. And then some other customer that was working with someone else. That dude took his mask off, just started coughing and sneezing. Like one of them joints where he could, it was uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I don't know. right now you know this is the season. Where, you know, he was trying to fight it. Like, uh, uh. He's trying to fight yeah. it and justify it at the yo, same anybody, time. He. Like so, like you know, normal times, what you would do is kind of turn your head and mm-hmm. you put your elbow over your mouth or your mouth, your hand over your mouth or whatever. But his thing was, he turned away, took his mask off, and put it, you know, blocked it with his hands and turned back around to the guy helping him out and then put his mask on. I was like, man, this whole thing is just gross to me, bro. I had to go. I was, I left. I was like, man, I'm just you just, you just update I'm like, just like yeah, I'm going to Warby Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, man. By the way, man, y'all gotta go to something called Zenny Optical because what I happened was that I had frames, so I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna pay for frames. I'm gonna just change the lenses. So I changed the lenses, and the shit still cost me a buck. Okay. On Zenny Optical, you can get the full lenses and frames. It's actually cheaper to get the whole shebang. I'm paying like thirty bucks for glasses and frames, and I paid a hundred bucks just for some lenses and some old dirty frames that I had. But I was like. Yeah, but anyway, save a buck out there, people. Be safe. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors, Warby Parker. Is any up? No, yo, it's no. I know what you're saying though. The world is different now. Like it's it's it, it was like someplace you go out. You're like, do I really need to be here? Like, is it, do I really, like voting? Right? Like, I'm I'm the, I'm doing the um the mail in voting I, at this point. I got to put it in one of the, uh, the ballot boxes that they have. They have like drop all spots because they said mailing it yeah. might, might be uh, might not be the best look. Um, you're better off dropping it there. But it's like I don't want to be out there on no line on November whatever fourth <laughs> whatever day it is I'm trying to be out there like and that shit yo it's, it's nah man but you, I, I don't know if you noticed the numbers a lot of people are early voting and even them they're dealing right. but they're dealing with long ass lines person. yeah they're dealing with long ass lines too I'm like right. what's the point <laughs> I'm like if you're dealing with a line anyway you might as well who knows it might be empty on the fourth <laughs> you might have been able to stroll right up <laughs> I'm like, I, but I feel them though, cause I I'm guessing, cause I I I did the the um the drop off box in New Jersey too, okay, and you did it in New York, or you're about to do it in New York, but uh, I know some people in New York who went in person is like lines for blocks, mm-hmm. but I would think the logic is that on election day it's going to be wild, which yeah. it still may be, but it happens to ha- so happen to be that early voting is wild too. I heard a lot of people went on day one, 
And I, I don't imagine that each of them said, I am going to catch it fresh. Like, I'm, I'm going to be the, one of the first few people there. They're not going to be online. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. It's, like, it's, like, it's like black neighborhoods when, when uh, Obama's first election. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived in Crown Heights in Brooklyn at the time. And I, I, um, I said, I'm going to wake up, you know, it's Tuesday morning, 6 a.m. Ain't nobody going to be out there. Out, everybody was out there, yeah. man. Because in your mind, everybody you was like, these was niggas ain't there, waking man. up early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. The show was looking like a damn Earth, Wind, and Fire concert. Like, free tickets. Jordan release, son. Combined, Jordan release at, at, at a venue that's hosting, like, Earth, hosted by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Because there's black people of all ages there. It was crazy. Well, by all ages, I mean everybody from 25 and up. Yeah, and I know what you're saying. <laughs> between 18 and 25, ain't voting. At least not, not at that time. But anyway, yeah, man. So I'd imagine that was day logic. Like, I'm going to get there early. Nobody's going to be there. So I'm curious what it's going to look like on election. Well, because it's probably still wild, but. I was going to say, from what I'm hearing, is, isn't it supposed to be wild on election day, though? Or some, like, West Indian election? It has to be with all the social distance. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, on some, like, the dudes are talking about they're going to show up with guns and they're supposed to be voter intimidation. And um, Republicans, from what I, I, I didn't know this, but I heard this today, that they historically vote more on election day than pre-voting anyway. So it's like, how how weird is it going to get on that day? Like, does somebody got to get hit in the mouth? Is somebody going to get shot? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm hearing about. You know what I mean? I can't wait for 2035 when all this shit kind of cooled down. Because uh-huh. this is the, the people just guarding shit, people taking pictures of people. And and now that I'm saying it, I'm talking about like uh, people, Trump supporters out there doing like monitoring people at the polls and following them in video camera. And is that what they're all crazy stuff? That's what they're doing, like voter intimidation. That's their That's their way of doing some of it. Yeah, they're not doing like they're not doing textbook uh, voter intimidation where it's like, yo, uh, if you vote for Joe Biden, I'm gonna break your knees. It's more like they just there. They have a presence, so it's almost like you're going to vote, but you know this person is supporting Trump, and you know that they're just looking at you. You don't know what they're gonna do. You don't might not even think that they're doing something, but you know that they're there looking at you. And you got to walk through and the that's hallway. Kind of intimidating for some people. Got to walk through the gauntlet. Exactly. Yeah. And, and some people in open stat- carry states, they're around the polls saying that they're guarding something. So, uh, <laughs> guarding what? <laughs> yeah, man, it's just weird. Guarding that Trump vote. <laughs> but yeah, like we're all right. And then Trump is doing the whole. Oh well, people out there scamming on on a on a wide scale. How are every single scammer? Joe Biden got all the scammers, and Trump ain't got none. <laughs> think people, if, if 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 voter fraud is so widespread, you don't think that there's some on your side too? Then. They don't think like that. <laughs> that's how. That's why I don't get. In, um, we, we had a conversation the other day with bookstore Ricky, where he was, he was like, "I don't talk politics." I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm talking politics at work. You ain't gonna at work, man. You ain't gonna convince nobody at this point. You know what I'm saying? To switch sides. Like I ain't trying to hop up in that conversation. Kind of, so it's like, nah, man, because people they think irrationally. They like you just said. They like, nah, that's the that's gotta be that's cooking Hillary in them. <laughs> Hillary, <Yeah. laughs> my benefits are awesome, man. There ain't no way I'm talking. You know, <laughs> Trump. Trump's tax cuts blessed a lot of people at my company, to be, to be honest with you. you know, I, 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 I was going to wait to say this after the election. I'm going to talk bad about him. What? I was like, you, you was like, I was going to wait to say this after the election, but them, them, them tax benefits helped a lot of people out. It <laughs> worked. It didn't necessarily help me out or a lot of people that, you know, it was my family, but hey, people who signing my checks, they like him. Mm-hmm. 
then uh, you know at least I'm not gonna dislike him in front of them. <laughs> I thought you were about to say they like him. I love him. <laughs> tap, <laughs> tap dance style. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> nah, I ain't tap dancing. All I'm doing, <laughs> I play the music, but I ain't tap dancing. You know how it is. You go to some, you DJ an event that <laughs> that you don't, don't really fuck with, but they pay you good. That check like, is right. Clan, <laughs> check is right. This clan rally ain't right, but you know. They, <laughs> They they paid up front. I gotta feed my kids, man. <laughs> I gotta feed my kids, man. I have DJ. I ain't gonna wear no hood, but I'll play their music and shit. <laughs> I have DJ some wild parties, man. But um, shit. Speaking of just, I mean, it's a wild election, man. This this is like pretty much the election special, <laughs> Perfect Talk podcast. You know what I'm saying? Before things kick off, even though I have a feeling we'll record again before we even know who won. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's just yeah. set up to be that wild of an election. Um. Did you see the they, they had the competing interviews on 60 Minutes this past week? I'm not sure if you had a chance to check it out, but I'm sure you heard about it. Um, Trump walked out during his interview. I did see it, actually. And I, and I had some 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 uh, thoughts about that, but go ahead. Okay, okay. We're gonna, we'll, we'll get to that, definitely. Um, well, well, Trump tried to leak the tape. I don't know if you've seen that. It's like 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 true hip-hop mm-hmm. style. He tried to like, <laughs> yo, this is new single. I'm about to drop this shit right now on the car. And like... Literally try to like play the footage before before they did, um, mm-hmm. but he didn't. In my opinion, he didn't make himself look better. If you see the footage, he's going in back and forth with Leslie Stahl, and she's I think is just about to start the interview. Was like, "Are you ready for some tough questions?" And he's like, uh, "No, actually, I'm not." <laughs> he's like, uh, she, "He's like, she's like, oh, you're not." He's like, um, "You guys don't ask Joe Biden the tough questions." <laughs> you guys don't. I, I, I don't. I'm not in the mood to be asked tough questions. To be honest with you. And then just going back and forth with her, basically saying, I seen the CBS interview with Joe Biden. They were softball questions, da, da, da. And then eventually after going back and forth with over nonsense, it sounds like, um, walks off. Just decides he's not going to do the walk through interview with, with Mike Pence alongside him um, and, and everything like that and just and walks off. And <laughs> Leslie Stahl received death threats for that, bro. Wow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not surprised though. I mean, people—they're about to kidnap the Michigan governor, and the—they were about to kidnap the the Virginia governor. And that nigga didn't even say nothing. He's like, "What I do?" <laughs> and he rocked blackface. <laughs> and he rocked blackface. I was—I'm out here for you, baby. What you what you want to do? I'm out here for you. What you, why are you? Why are you bothering me? <laughs> She made Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> Word up. I'm your leader, baby. We thought we were friends. You out here trying to kidnap me. It was her. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. When you put it in that perspective, though, yeah, you're right. Leslie Stahl getting death threats is right along line with all the nonsense <laughs> that that I guess that side is doing. You know what I mean? Because that's that's crazy. I mean, we, we spoke about it. Um, the Virginia governor and, like you said, the Gretchen... Uh, What's her name? <laughs> Gretchen Whitmer, um, almost being threatened. Uh, sorry, almost being kidnapped. So, Leslie Stahl, but I'm just like she didn't do nothing. <laughs> I'm like she legit didn't do right. nothing. <laughs> like she, it, like y'all didn't even give it's her the chance. To do, she was about. To, she didn't even get to the questions. <laughs> she like my man like went full R. Kelly and <laughs> almost hit his head on the on the lights. <laughs> <laughs> She said, "Be careful." So, can you hear my? I'm, I'm gonna say something, and I don't know for probably for our listener base, it ain't gonna be popular. But I feel as if Leslie Stahl came out kind of. She came out hot. She looked at some effective interviews from before. She said, "I'm gonna try that," but she went too. She turned the heat up too high, burnt her grits. I, I think that's what happened. That's what I think personally. Think she came out looking to 
to pin Trump down, which most, which a lot of the effective journalists do. But I feel as if she, her, she came in thinking that I, I gotta rub him the wrong way. Just to, yeah, you know what I'm just saying? To like, it off. Like I'm not even gonna like throw some softballs to get there. I'm coming straight with the heat. Randy Johnson, right? <laughs> but the, just the way she asked it, I can't, I can't give you verbatim. But it was kind of like, all right, uh, let's start with COVID, Mr. President. You know you don't fucked up. Right? <laughs> she was straight up Billy Duke from from Men in Society. I swear, because you know sometimes they'd be like, all right, they'll try to make it at least disguise it in some some level of fact but she came straight out like you know you don't fucked up right <laughs> and then you know he tried to explain the shit but yeah but you don't fucked up though like what <laughs> well answer that mr president you don't fucked up right <laughs> and you, what you expect him to say oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> like that, that's kind of how she came out now if you look now it's very nuanced it's very very nuanced whereas the other people kind of like you know this covid thing's kind of rough like you know, and I know like it took you, you know, let's say 15 days to do X and another 20 to do Y. Tell us about that or reflect on that or whatever it is. And then he'll he'll answer mm-hmm. it. Now, Trump should, as a president, should have been able to handle that, handle tough questions. But I, I feel as if she came out with the purpose of being antagonistic. That's just the way I feel. Now, when you look at Savannah Guthrie, she was throwing, she was throwing a heat, but like it was... It was in response to him saying funny shit, mm-hmm. weird stuff. I heard people tight about you know that. Like, you start with a. I did hear people like complaining. Huh? Like I did hear people like, "Oh, so she's supposed to be a moderator though of a town hall." It's like they're supposed to ask questions, not her. Which she wasn't. She was just like, "Yo, uh, fact check." <laughs> that actually is not what happened. Right. Like she's like, uh, "Hold on, wait a minute." Before we move further, that's not what happened. <laughs> but now my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, man. There, there was some. Um, there was some. Um, I think he's from. He's Australian. The Australian dude from Axios. Had that sh- has that show on HBO, okay. and he did that interview when he went to the White House, and the dude was tough, but he was cool about it. Savannah Guthrie, she wasn't cool about it. She was tough, but she was also fair because he's saying weird stuff, mm-hmm. but she's like, uh-uh, I-, I can't move on from that one. <laughs> Let's stay right there. I'm going to press you on yeah. this. But <laughs> this the, the 60 Minutes joint, it was, straight, it was the straight heat, man. It was, it was a heat that was put out there for the purpose of making heat versus saying, you know what, I'm going to get the American people to see some real answers or so that he can't try to try to dodge the answers with some weird ass lies. I'm going to come out with the, but you know, like this whole shit is fucked up, ain't it, Mr. President? Of course he ain't going to say that. You know you, you're trying to start something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was my feelings on it. That, oh, yeah, okay. Those are the views you said you had on the, on the whole interview in, in general? That was my views. <laughs> I, I feel as if her it, it, was, it was there to make him... She knew she was going to piss. It wasn't just tough questions. It felt antagonistic versus it just being tough because he says weird shit, which is true. But like Chris Wallace is another one who 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 pinned him down on certain shit. Like, no, nah, we can't move on from the weird shit that you're saying. I'm going to press you on mm-hmm. it. And she didn't even let him get to the weird shit. She just came right out the motherfucking pen like, yo, <laughs> I'm coming for you, yo. Just drop it. She basically, she started the whole hip hop cypher with a yo mama shit. With like, I impregnated your mother. You can't start with that. You got to get to it. First off, <laughs> she came full Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. That, yo, thank you for saying that. She went straight Tupac. Your first bar can't be... <laughs> Your first ball can't be crazy. You know what i You got to work your way up to it like takeover. you like, damn, hit him up? What the hell? I'm a bar in. Damn, <laughs> damn. You would think they had some problem from before. Nah, bro. That, yo. Yo. 
Keisha, Keisha, she deserved them death threats. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, whoa, whoa, whoa. And and I meant to clean that up too. I'm not saying she deserved it, but I'm just not surprised yeah. that that certain supporters of Trump are doing shit like that because like I said, they've done it for way, way less. Nah, you're right, you're right. Not that this is much at all, but I'm just saying but think about it, this isn't much at all. They just had a tough interview. But there are other people who've done less that they're like, I'm going to kill you, nigga. Mm-hmm. And that's them talking to Leslie Stahl. She's like, I'm not even <laughs> Yeah. Something I want to touch on before um, before we get out of here is uh, the Breonna Taylor uh, interview, I guess, well, with the cop, right? Michael Strahan uh, spoke to one of the cops from the Breonna Taylor case. Um, and there was something that he said that was that stuck out to me, you know, in that interview. Um he said that it's not. It wasn't a race thing. This is different from the Ahmad Aubrey and the uh, George Floyd because this wasn't a race thing. Um, and I want to just touch on that. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess in his own mind, you know, he's what he's trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh well, we walked in there and we had shots fired at us. So you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to look at it from out from from where we're coming from. Which, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're like, all right, cool. Um, his name was his, John, Jonathan Manley, right? If I'm not mistaken, it was the cop's name or John Manley. Yeah, Jonathan Manley. Um, which, but the 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 fact to say that it's not a race thing, I think, you know what I mean? If we don't touch on it, 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 it could go ignored. It's like, it's a general fear of people. Like, I'm recording a podcast in my house right now. You're recording a podcast. Um, it should be far-fetched that our door could be kicked in and we could be shot by the police, right? You know what I'm saying? That kind of sounds like 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 Nazi Germany, so to speak, right? Like anyone right. at any time could just kick your door. But I wouldn't be li- I, I would be lying to you if I said it's not a genuine fear in my mind that that possibility exists. You know what I'm saying? That mistaken identity. You know what I'm saying? They're looking for one house, but they they come to my like. It's a reality. To, it's it's so far fetched, but it's actually a reality to some of us. You know what I'm saying? That just being black. Mm-hmm. Gives them enough grounds, and even then, if something goes wrong, it, it could be covered up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the part that's not what's come. That, like of the scariest thing about this Breonna Taylor situation is that's a that's a, a fear, that's a possibility that hangs over that looms over the head of Black America. Your door can just be kicked in. By the police, not not a robber, not an ex-con, not somebody just having an issue, like a mental breakdown of some sort. No, the police can just kick in your door and put shots in you and walk away from it. Mm. And that's just, I think, and it, it, like, and like I said, I, I I can't expect him to see it from her perspective because I can't see it from his perspective. And I, if as a cop, I can tell you right now, if I'm shot at, I'm probably gonna shoot back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I, I guess from his perspective, he's going to justify that in his mind. I, I'm not trying to change necessarily his vote, but I just think more than anything, and, and you can speak on it if you want to, Keith, or we can move on. But it's like, it, it, it's real. You know what I'm saying? This happened to an EMT worker. Like, in our, mind, like in our own minds, we could even just like be like, being an EMT worker might protect you in some way, shape, or form. You're on that side of the blue. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in the you're a first responder. You, you're showing love. Firemen and policemen are shown. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, right? Even that couldn't protect us. And it's like, 
it, it's it's I just wanted to touch on that because I felt like we haven't spoken since since that interview happened and we never really got to touch on it. But it's 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 a reality and I, I don't know what's gonna change it. If this election is gonna change it, if somebody being in office, if police reform is even gonna change it, but it's a reality and oh we this is our chance to speak, America. Like, you know what I mean? Get out there and vote, make your voice heard if you haven't done already. By the time y'all hear this, hopefully you have already voted and Keep voting, you know what I'm saying? The local elections is, might be more uh, serious than, than, than the, 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 the presidential ones, you know what I'm saying? So, my fault, not to get off topic, though, but if you want to touch on that, Keith, you could. Yeah, I think you've said it all. One thing I'll say is that you have to be, if you're not a black person or maybe a black person who doesn't feel this way, you at least have to be generous and try to, for a second, explore that perspective that, yo, the dude... Him and his girlfriend were in their place, comfortable. They felt as safe as can possibly be. Like that, you don't have any more feeling of safety than being in your spot with locked doors and all that type of stuff. And people shot up. People, they shot it up. And the dude, it was just one dude with a gun. Like, they could have knocked. They could have figured out a way to do it. But they just ran up in the place just bussing. And he returned fire. So, I, I, I guess... It would take for him to to really to be generous and and really think about that perspective. Now he wasn't arrested. He probably feels that he doesn't necessarily owe that. But to take that perspective of like, would if this guy wasn't black, would his chances have been better? If she wasn't, if she weren't black either, or if they didn't live in a black neighborhood, would their chances have been better? Because we would have taken more care with how we go and try to apprehend a suspect mm-hmm. or try to execute a warrant. Mm-hmm. Then that might that most likely wouldn't happen in the white part of town. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. You don't hear about it happening. It never does. And I don't. Right. I don't want it to. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we just want it to stop happening to us. You know what I'm saying? And I think right. if, if if you don't understand what Black Lives Matter, that's the the best way I could put it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to say my life matter more than anybody else. I just want the same respect everybody else is given. Um, right. Brianna Taylor's mom is asking uh, for the Kentucky Prosecutor's Advisory Council to appoint an independent prosecutor um, to present the case of her daughter's death before a new grand jury. Um, this is coming out after an anonymous juror. So they, they weren't even given the opportunity to, to um, homicide as a charge, to have homicide as a charge on any of them. <laughs> they were like that wasn't even given as an option and it's like right um you know the mother feels that the the um the 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 prosecutor that was what was it uh, the, sorry the eternal general um that he wasn't on their side he wasn't looking out for them you know what i mean in in the state so right. it's just like it, it's it's and i think and he's black right i mean if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure he's a black guy he is black and, yeah and it's like not that him being black should sway his decisions one way or the other but it's like it seems like it's more like I, like he took the side of the blue and, the, you know, that code, that 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 old boys club, as opposed to even looking at it from um, an objective standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember who said it, but it, people are saying that um, representation doesn't isn't necessarily a solution. It matters, but it's not necessarily a solution. Mm-hmm. It's about the system. And he's one of the one of the influencers in the system. But he's still of the system, and the system is messed up, and is, and it has a bent against black people. So he's just 
another symbol of the system. Now there's some politicians who are looking like, look, man, that dude is black. He he loves the cops. Yeah, but that doesn't prove anything about it being about it not being about race. So people need to realize that mm-hmm. and vote. Definitely, yo, vote. Please do. Like I said, man, if it, if it was like New Year's Eve, man, if it was like we on the, the dawn of a new day and it could be, who knows if it's going to be a happy day or a sad day the next time we speak, man. But uh, make your voice heard. So at least whichever way it goes, you can feel like you did your part. You're not living with regrets. What hoes say? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's hard to live with regrets, yeah. man. Just keep it moving. So uh, it's another episode in the book, Keith. Um, where can people find you at on social media, brother? Instagram, Eamon underscore 35. Yes, sir. You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also, check out Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Uh, we got a podcast. We got a podcast. We also got a website, man. It's called PerfectTalkPodcast.com. You can find every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast right there, as well as my radio show, uh, The Night Shift and Money Talks Radio that I do with my brother DJ Show. Also, every episode of the uh, Perfect Talk Podcast is available on Apple podcast google podcast iHeartRadio, spotify we all over the damn place what we do man um go vote <laughs> man go vote man it's, it's, that's all i can tell you to do man keep i i always ask you what you watching on tv man but just i don't even want to know what you watching on tv just give them one last inspirational word to vote and 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 go vote y'all yo listen to the third season of serial It'll really teach you how important voting is. And that came out probably a year or two ago. And basically it's about like all the elected judges. Like there was a judge just treating black kids like shit. Like, oh, where's your your daddy's not around, is he? All right. And then like doing all this crazy shit, but this dude was elected. Mm-hmm. But people stay home, even you know, even in off years. In 2019, you need to uh, in 2021 you need to vote. In 2022, um, you need to vote. Not just Every year that there's a summer Olympics, like you need to vote every year, every time, special elections, because these people is they're running the way you live, your school board, all that shit, all that shit affects you. Real rap, real rap, man. We gonna keep pushing that message, you know what I mean? Even in the off years, um, Keith, yo, it's always a pleasure doing this with you, brother, man. Say goodbye to the people, dog. Peace. Peace.